I'm as ready as I'll ever be. Well, then let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Welcome, everyone, to Welcome episode everyone. 10 of I Understood That Reference. Is it episode 10? It is episode 10. I mean, I hope it is. It is now. <laughs> it is now. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty, pretty sure. Yeah, sorry. It's been it's been a, a while, guys. We've been lots of stuff, lots of stuff happening here. Mm. Um, most Mostly to you, Rob. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. If people are wondering, if they're looking for someone to blame, then yes, absolutely blame me because I've moved country, so it complicated my um, studio setup ever so slightly i am currently using a cardboard box i'm at the edge of the bed do my best to manage for now but we'll get there we'll get back up to speed yeah i was like i'm fine because i'm still in my cardboard box but at least i had practice <laughs> in getting my things ready for that <laughs> i put you in that cardboard box and you were specifically instructed to remain there until i returned so, that, so you're gonna be there a while oh i will be there a while to be honest but that's okay and um, we have so much stuff coming up to talk about i'm uh, ross as usual my rob here is obviously with us but no longer technically with us as he just said but we're here talking that's the main thing Um, <laughs> lots to cover our little games our little reference things to get through uh, mm. lots and lots of news maybe some trailer talks and then we're going to do a really really interesting bit with detective pikachu that i cannot wait for because rob has not seen the film no for good and reason i have but, uh, well, I suppose before we move into the news, we need to address the facts from last week, don't we? We sure do. We sure do. What was your one? Rem- rem- remind everyone. So, my fact from last time was that Marvel once owned a trademark on the word zombie. <gasps> Robert Kevin's fact. Um, and <laughs> my fact last week was that um, the Hulk's uh, full name... Uh, his, his character's name is Dr. Roger Bruce Banner. So, Ross, was your fact true or was it in fact false? You always say that so eloquently and I'm like, I'm never trying it. <laughs> I'm not going near it. Yeah, I'm not going near it. <laughs> um, my fact was true. Mm-hmm. Marvel once owned a trademark on the word zombie, which is kind of crazy when you think about it now and how popular zombies have become in modern fiction. Yeah. And um, also, by the way, people on Twitter uh, guessed that was correct. So there was eighty-three uh, percent of people said that yes, it was Marvel had the word the trademark for the word zombie. So well done, everybody. Yeah. Good and I'm job. Su- I'm assuming everyone who guessed it right definitely didn't Google any of the facts to verify before they submitted their answer. Am I right in saying oh, that? De- definitely not. 100%. Okay, good. <laughs> that's because that's a very important part of the process. <laughs> Don't oh, look I mean, up the yeah, answers. <laughs> I mean, we'd pretty much fall apart without that. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, let's let's count on honesty, people. Mm, yeah. Right. Uh, now we move on to the next part, which is, of course, the great reference game, game, game. I love how I put in the echo effect one time, and now you've just decided that we're going to do it manually instead of <laughs> instead of just adding the effect after after we've recorded. It. You just want to... an effect after implies effort and work, Rob. Oh yeah. Whereas if I just say it three times here, it's just me talking again. <laughs> To be honest, I prefer I prefer I prefer the the, the, the man made echo. It's more entertaining, I think. <laughs> the Ross made echo. The, the Ross made echo. The, the Ross echo. Right. So it's my turn to uh, say the reference again, and it's Rob's turn to guess, which is always humorous. Now he's doing uh, better than me so far. I think he's uh, leading by one. But let's see if after this he's going to be leading by two. So, <laughs> probably will Rob, be. <laughs> probably you probably will be. Okay, anyway, are you ready? For your reference. Oh, lay it on me. Well, they say a man who has to buy a big car like that is trying to compensate for smaller genitals. Oh, I... <laughs> okay. Honestly, what a great quote. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to write down big car, just small, small genitals. genitals. Small genitals <laughs> as just my trigger. As in a reminder. Sorry, not trigger. I don't know what I mean by that. Your trigger. Whoa, hey, <laughs> hey, whoa, Rob. That's my nickname for it. My car. That's my nickname for my car. <laughs> you told me that car you bought was completely unrelated to the size of your genitals. <laughs> I lied. <laughs> um, well, there. Okay, I've I've made note of us. Big car, small genitals. I'm gonna have to. I don't know what's gonna. <laughs> I don't know what's gonna remind me. That's a band. It's like a band name. That's definitely gonna be the name of the episode. Oh, well, maybe we can't do that one. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's. 
<laughs> and you've officially been removed from all of your podcast platforms. Yeah, exactly. We told I mean, it was you, going we, to happen eventually, I we guess. We specifically told you not to put genitals in the title. We, yeah, yeah the, the one rule you had, guys. <laughs> Don't put genitals in the title. <laughs> the one rule on podtail.com, whatever that bloody thing is. That's, <laughs> <laughs> That's your name for it. Mine's called Trigger, yours is called Podtail. <laughs> Sounds about right, if I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> Before we move on to the news, something I want to quickly address. Ross is as active as ever, if not more so, on Twitter these days. And uh, <laughs> last <sighs> week, last week or the week before, uh, let me just preface this by saying uh, he, he thought Edgar Wright directed S- X-Men First Class. So uh, already I thought our podcast credentials already being on the floor are certainly <laughs> out the window now at this point. <laughs> but um, do you want to highlight for us uh, what actually happened after you made that error and tweeted it publicly? Well, look... <laughs> Look, I mean, in the ongoing battle to try and get us credibility, it, it seems that I mean, I've it really become... is a battle. <laughs> That's such a good word for us. <laughs> the architect of my own downfall is what one might say. It was a World X Men Day or something generic and made up by Twitter like this. So I decided, time to, you know, I mean, I love the X Men. I read comics. I, I, I get films, right? So I said <laughs> something about. You know, one of the comics uh, series runs you'd pick up because it's by Brian Michael Bendis and it's fantastic. I mean, that's that's fine. Put a little picture of Cyclops on it. It's great stuff. Mm. But then I put my phone. I was like, no, you know what, Ross? You should probably tweet about the X-Men films as well. <laughs> Why was that a mistake? Uh, I said, <laughs> you know, congrats. You know, it's, it's the best of the X-Men films is hands down X-Men first class. Congratulations. And then I added Edgar Wright of Shaun the Dead and Hot Fuzz fame. Now, Edgar Wright, obviously, was sitting at home and he heard the, the, the bat alarm go off that obviously we've texted him because yeah. he was like, just straight away, very quick. straight away, instantly replied to me. And what did he say? <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> he said something along the lines of, you know, uh, look, I mean, thanks a lot. I, I had absolutely nothing to do with it, but thanks. <laughs> and this just took off. Absolutely took off. It got like 30,000 views. Some great responses to the Twitter thread as well, because people were just loving this mistake. Yeah. And I'm going to read a few here. Fire away. I, I'm listening. <laughs> this one in particular, I really enjoyed. Uh, I loved Pink Floyd's seminal album, The Wall. You must be so proud. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Are people just giving him credit for just random stuff at this point? Oh, oh everything. <laughs> Your solo and stare to heaven was a genre-defining moment. <laughs> Oh, jeez, there's just some great ones. And then one guy was like, you know what? Uh, Magnus Evil Feminist is his name. He was like, <laughs> one change on Wikipedia and IMDb, and it's all yours. Just say the word. I'm like, that's that's all I like to see. Yeah. Some, some yeah. positivity about this whole disastrous scenario. <laughs> uh, uh, what was it? Who's, who's it? It's, it's Matthew Vaughn did the other one, was it? Yeah, so Matthew Vaughn actually the did do X He didn't get involved in the, in the conversation, did he? He doesn't have a Twitter. And I, I, I had oh. to put up a tweet. So that's saying, your excuse. You're like, well, I have to tweet someone. So well, he's not on Twitter. So uh, Edgar, it's you today. That, 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 yeah, you can fill in. <laughs> the speed of it, though, it's where Edgar Wright was beside me. And I gave him this like wink. As soon as I hit the tweet button, I oh, you're, you're, like, like, you're like, oh, man, now quickly reply to that. Now, quick, quick, I'm about to tweet it. Yeah, yeah. Also, it just it just taught me a very important lesson, and that is to know right from wrong. <laughs> so anyway, what's our next segment? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next segment is get Ross away from both Twitter and this microphone. <laughs> right, Rob, let's jump into the old news. You okay. got any, you got any uh, solid, solid good news for us? I think certainly one of the very recent bits and also one of the more interesting ones is that <clears throat> we, we, we critiqued this a couple episodes back was the the hilarity that was the uh, the Sonic trailer, like it's just it's just a mess. And then of course the director promised he would they would completely redesign it so that it was more of it would honor the original design more from the games. And obviously we had stressed how how will they find the time to completely redesign the main character who you would assume that- would feature so much in the movie. Um, now that 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 movie has now been pushed back to twenty twenty, it was due to come out in about five or six months, and now it's pushed back essentially a full year, which is really an interesting move. And one in particular, one element of that in particular kind of intrigued me, right? Because you've you've got this buzz around the movie now. I reckon the anticipation will only build because they've actually done a radical thing, decided we've made a mistake here and we're going to take a hit financially as a studio to make a better product and even delay it so that people are going to have to wait longer. Like that, this is all a very expensive, this has all become more and more expensive for them. So they really have to double down, make sure that it's properly 
good but i think that might actually have saved the film i think people might actually be like wow they, they really went back and attacked this properly this might be worth a viewing now as opposed I mean, to what it was when <laughs> the initial response we have to say was a little bit a little bit edgy a little bit lackluster shall we say <laughs> yeah. i.e it got absolutely destroyed <laughs> online it got destroyed online it's it's a bit of a gamble though i mean i understand what you're saying and you could actually be right but it's definitely a bit of a gamble because sometimes it's better to take the hit and then when it's a bit of furore about it you know people are going to want to see how bad the film itself is so yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. to maybe run with it so it definitely is a gamble to just go no you know what don't care we're going to do this properly but i actually really i don't know i, I put up a kind of a tweet actually saying defending them and being like look i actually think it's it's good that they're going to give it the time and effort obviously it does show that well we care somewhat we care enough to take a financial hit to go back and back and actually give this the time it deserves mm-hmm. so like i mean i think it could be a positive move yeah i think it's a positive move i still don't think the movie's going to be any good because quite frankly i think they probably need to rewrite the entire thing if they wanted to make it any bit decent um <laughs> they're going to like, like cg james masters differently as well like yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's, he's, oh, i don't know it, like totally just seems strange and you know, I, I guess they're going to keep all the live action stuff probably in place. It's they're just going to redesign the the, the CG character. So it, it doesn't look like they're going to change anything else. But, but obviously that work still takes time. You'd wonder how much of the movie, in addition maybe to the effects, are going to get you know tweaked or, or adjusted, that kind of thing. So all remains to be seen. But um, I think a surprising move, certainly um, in the realm of Hollywood. Like, that, this is not really that normal. Like, if, it's, there's, if there are delays, I think, you know, normally it could be due to injuries or things like that. But this is just them admitting to having made a mistake with a, sort of like a particular direction they went and they're like, you know what, let's just go back and attack this from another angle and, and do it properly, which is I th- admirable, I think that's the but part. maybe fruitless at this point. Maybe fruitless, but I do think it is, and that's the part <laughs> that really gets me. It's like, I mean, it's Hollywood. People usually just go, nah, fuck it, we have it done, we have it done, we're yeah, releasing sell it. what just we get it out there. Just get it out there, just sell it, it'll make money. Like, that's yeah. just how they always work. That's how they do it. They get all the garbage that still makes money anyway. It'll probably make its money back or it might break even or you know there's enough i think heritage behind that character that people will go see it anyway i just think it's yeah i agree with you on that i think there's definitely enough like i mean sonic is still a pop like he's not as popular as he may have once been at the height of his 90s boom but he definitely still has enough fans that people are both going to want to support this and are intrigued to see what a western sonic the hedgehog film will look like yeah that's interesting because when you think about like similar examples of you know how has this worked for other movies that have had to reshoot things? And the first two that come to mind for me are Justice League and Solo. Those those two movies. Both of them went delightfully well, of course. <laughs> yeah, as well, no? yeah they, they are critically and commercially, they're huge successes. Always. <laughs> yeah, but, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I, you know, perfect time to use this as a segue as well. I mean, Justice League was so good that it even just got rid of Ben Affleck as Batman altogether. <gasps> they did. And, we are oh. we are getting just much better at this whole segue business. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you, some people would t- think it's planned. It is not. I think I think I think a good segue is the hallmark of any quality podcast. A good segue, specifically when you continually highlight how good the segue you just did was, yeah, instantly yeah. ruining the segue itself. Yeah, by definition, you've ruined the segue if you go back and return to it, having left the topic you segued into. It's definitely. <laughs> I, anyway, let's just hard cut into this new topic. So we've got a new actor for Batman. Who is it, Ross? It is. The very person that many people think you look like, Rob, <laughs> and even shares your name, <laughs> Robert Patterson. I can't believe it. What are your thoughts on that now? This is definitely out of left field. Yeah, and I love it. I love it too. I gotta I be honest. I, I I can't see I, I can't see any problem with this. Of course, the internet's gone crazy and yada 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 and losing their mind, mm. and you know he can't do it. Blah blah blah. But I mean he. Has literally just finished that film called The Lighthouse, which has been shot at Cannes there a few days ago, yes. and apparently stole the show. It's going to be five stars everywhere. It's going oh. to be an amazing, amazing film. So he's got the acting chops. Oh, for sure. He's got face recognition. He, he looks does. like you. I mean, come on, what does he, what does he not have? Uh, the, I mean, it just sounds like the branding's on point, doesn't it? It sounds like everything's just... It's, it's all coming up Robert. That's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Let me it's tell the you. year of Robert. <laughs> yeah, the year of the Robert. Perfect. The year, the year of the Robert. Episode title. <laughs> In the bag, I think it's I think it's interesting. Very left of field, but you know I think the internet always reacts negatively to these kinds of castings. When Heath Ledger was cast as the Joker, people were like, "That is stupid," and look what actually that turned out to be. And then Dan Affleck was cast as Batman. People really lost it on that one. He was the best part of Batman vs Superman, I thought. 
Um, oh, but I mean, you know, that scraping a barrel there. But yeah. I guess he definitely was. <laughs> the music was good. Yeah, that's true. I mean, yeah, I, in parts, I, the music was good. I, I mean, I, I was always the commentary on on the Ben Affleck side of things was that you know he was um oh what was it we were saying he was he was a great uh, Bruce Wayne but but you know the Batman maybe was a bit a bit bland and that might be just more got to do with the fact that the movie as a whole was not great but um. I'd be interested to see what direction they've got this guy, you know, he did this former vampire. Now he maybe oh he's the vampire bat. That's what we're going to call him. Rob, nice. Rob, that, that there you go. <laughs> that's it, the vampire Batman. That, that's that's his character choice. That's how he's going to like shave but, it up. But look, realistically, does Bruce Wayne ever have anything much to do in these films? He does not. He needs to act like a pretty boy mm. and being a bit of an asshole because yeah, yeah, yeah. he doesn't want people to think that he's noble and so forth. And you know, he's got the jawline. I mean, he's got to bulk himself up a little, which, again, it's a Hollywood movie. I'm sure he could do that and find the time and yeah, get the money to do he's it. He's pretty tall as well, so like he, he'll, he'll have, like, there'll be a good sort of physical presence there, I think. I mean, for God's sake, Michael Keaton was a Batman once. How yeah, is and he has zero that? physical presence. None. Let, let's get nuts. That's all he has. <laughs> That's all he has. I quite like Michael Keaton. Do you know he was originally supposed to be uh, Jack Sparrow in Pirates of the Caribbean? What? You've got to be kidding me. Yeah, That'd... but think about it. That was my first reaction, too. But then, look at Beetlejuice. And think about what kind of character he is. And you know what? I can see him, apart from the fact that he was probably like 40 years too late or too old for the role. But I can see him being Jack Sparrow and being a good Jack Sparrow. God, think about how different those movies would have been, though. Because they just hinged around that person. Around who? who, Johnny Depp, obviously, was the the one they went with. Which is still, I think, ultimately a very good decision, the way that panned out. Well, it's it's his best role. Yeah. He got got nominated for an Oscar, would you believe, for that first one? Did he? Yeah. Yeah, I swear to God. He got nominated for an Oscar. For, as Jack Sparrow, for Curse of the Black Pearl. Good God. I actually did yeah. not know that. Yeah. Damn it, I should use that as a fact, shouldn't I? You anyway. should. I mean, there's still time. No, <laughs> well, actually, there's not because you've just said it. <laughs> I just I so told us. I've started with it as a fact. I can't go back. It could be a new way we do it. It's a, it's a new role reversal, you know? Mm. Um, I don't think there's much else known about the old uh, Batman film. Again, it's not 100% confirmed that he's that he is Batman. That's true. We should, honest, yeah. we should have said that up top. We've just gone with it. <laughs> there's, there's Look, if it turns out to be true, we were suitsayers again. So. Oh, that, I'm totally taking that one. Dead right. Uh, Nicholas Holt was also in the running, and that's somebody, i got to say, who is in no way, would no way be a good Batman. No, it wouldn't be for me. Um, I think he's, look, he's, he's too boyish looking. For the, yeah. I don't think he has that kind of the the sort of intimidating or brooding kind of style that that our Pat's brings to it. And also, I think mix in um, Matt Reeves is the guy is the director who's taken over this. He's former Planet yes, of the Apes, yes. the previous two Planet of the Apes movies, there which are great. I, it's it's suddenly feeling like maybe that they're 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 going in the right direction for this. I'm I'm intrigued to see how this plays out. It definitely feels like it's going in the right direction. Now, mm. what I have heard is that they're planning to bring Catwoman and Penguin into it, and another four other villains which i'm like okay maybe just maybe just lay off a few of the old villains you know what i mean let one or two develop maybe not have six or whatever it is they're trying to fit into these films oh, but like, what, they, what have they ever let this these movies breathe and like build what? Well, this is, yeah, they're literally throwing everything at the wall and just see what sticks <laughs> it's just ridiculous well, I mean, and that's still, though, it's still going to look a lot less in comparison to Batman vs. Superman. <sighs> two hours and 45 minutes of absolute drivel. Just trying to beg you to like it. God, I really dislike that film. <laughs> oh, because you've watched it again recently enough, haven't you? Oh, tried. I got through what seemed like four hours of it, but it was not even halfway through the film. So Until eventually, my mother was just like, over Christmas or whatever, it was whenever, Easter or something, she was just like, Ross... But, Please, I, I can't. I can't watch any more of this, please. <laughs> she's like, it's like she's going through torture. <laughs> I, can see I mean, her. essentially, we both were. But, uh, I mean, I had her tied up, so there is that. Well, what's interesting, I think, is that that movie was called Batman vs. Superman. And it takes like an hour and a half to get to that point, I think. Almost an hour 40 or something. And then they only fight for like six minutes. So, like, the entire the entire sort of crux the movie was built around is so brief and, <laughs> and then it and then it just becomes this big cg fest at the end that we that we've come to dread and it's it's about 40 minutes of a cg fest as well it's <sighs> it's a god awful even that whole he's what doomsday i think he is he's just some like snarling creature and oh it's awful 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 it's very weird anyway from batman versus superman to something that I can't segue in any way into. There was recently a trailer for the new Terminator <laughs> film released called Terminator Dark Fate. Um, I obviously have a... I'm a keen Terminator fan. I yes. Fan. I like the first two films. But I'm going to get your reaction on this first and then I'm going to chime in with my uh, 52 cents. 
52, interesting. Uh, I thought it looked, I thought it looked um, fun. Podcast's over. We're done. We're done. We're out. <laughs> no more. I can't, I can't, I can't do this. Uh, listen, I, I, I kind of got a bit jazzed when I saw um, Sarah Connor back. I thought she kind of had a fun entrance in the trailer. But um, I don't know what the movie is about other than there's kind of like... A, again, they seem to have this habit of like spoiling the fact that one of the main characters is secretly a Terminator. So yeah, I guess one of the, the lead actresses in this, I don't know, her, Mackenzie something. Or Mackenzie something. Davis. Mackenzie Davis. She's um, obviously she's got either some sort of enhancement or something like that that makes her strong or at least she, it seems like she still scars, but she's got like some sort of mesh underneath that kind of has her all enhanced. I don't know. It looks I mean, it just makes me think of that Terminator salvation thing of maybe she doesn't realize she's Yeah, robot. yeah, yeah, right. But it, then I, again, it's like, you've done that already. Don't, don't do it again. Mm. But I mean, it's a Terminator franchise. They've done everything again, multiple times. <laughs> so, so much so that they've just done a hard reset. This is number three, technically. I mean, it's hilarious because James Cameron famously said uh, like he was he, he believed that Genesis was a good film like he's seen it and he liked the look yes. of it and now apparently like he's really putting his name behind this one and like they're really kind of this is this is less about the big cast that's in it and necessarily the, it's more so about oh James Cameron is back oh and by the way we got the Deadpool guy you don't know who it was that did Genesis but you know that you know the Deadpool guy is directed yeah yeah you like you, Deadpool right guys yeah, like Deadpool <laughs> and I was kind of thinking I don't I don't get how that lines up like people are people are gonna go. Wait, the guy who directed Deadpool is going for this? It's not like that's it's not like that's an apples to apples kind of situation. Yeah, is 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 Deadpool like some kind of serious kind of actiony nineties film? I don't I don't think so at all. No, yeah, no, it's it's not. <laughs> Let me tell you, it's not. Yeah, yeah, but maybe maybe he'll bring an interesting twist to it. Ultimately, the 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 trailer didn't do a whole pile for me. Just it's just the same Terminator beats, right? You've got a you've got a. Some sort of a, a liquidy kind of situation. They keep trying to make the the more interesting. So this one, I guess, can be two Terminators yeah, or one. T- <laughs> but what's the point of it being one if it can be two? I don't understand that. Yeah, why would you? Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. You know, I always wonder like how indestructible are they going to be? Can they can they make it too indestructible? Where you know it doesn't become interesting anymore because you just know it's always going to come back. It's always going to be hard to beat the. What's the one from? Is it the T one thousand? Is the liquidy one from? Yes, and from the T eight hundred is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Okay. Also, I heard a rumor that Ar- so Arnold gets a brief glimpse. Uh, you get a brief glimpse of him in this. I heard a rumor that he he might actually be a Terminator in this. He's just the original sort the of body, guy, the body, mold the guy that they based the, yeah on. the mold. Like it, it's it's trying to do that thing where it recognizes the original. Like from what I can see, this is going to be a Force Awakens job where it's just going to be the first two Terminators mashed together okay. and them again. Like, that's what it seems like from what I can see story-wise. What I have heard is that it's R-rated, which I'm so, so happy about wow. because I think those films need to be adult-orientated as opposed to kid-orientated. Um, that means they can curse. That means there can be blood. Sarah Connor looks great. Linda Hamill looks absolutely brilliant as Sarah Connor. I think yeah. the story is actually going to be about her being... Uh, like a lifetime of Terminator hunting, and she managed to figure out a way to appear when whenever Terminator is about to uh, you know appear, she's able to track them beforehand and just like smash them as soon as they get there. That all sounds awesome because I think she's a great character, and it's really cool to see her back. Yeah. What I will say is that the film itself does not in any way look interesting, <laughs> so it's a bit of a problem. Well, like you don't know what happens. There's no sense of. There's no, they don't tease like what the story is really. It's all, just, it's all a bit aloof. For like, oh, why are you helping us? Oh, I, I'm like her. All right. So I guess, I guess, <laughs> we're on, I guess we're on this journey together now. Characters. I guess that's just it. Yeah, that's <laughs> let's go. I mean, it's like it's, it's trying to have the flavors of all the ones that came before. So yeah, it is extraordinarily dark, as in like not thematically. I just mean visually, as in some of the shots are just always dark and at night time. And you're like, okay, it's obviously trying to be a bit Terminator 1, which is dark. But then it's also got that sandy, obviously I think it's set in Mexico, so it's obviously got that kind of sandy pieces that Terminator 2 had. But it just, like you already said about giving away the twists and kind of, it just seems to be hitting all the usual Terminator beats that it feels it has to. And I'm like, four of the films tried that. You hit the reset button, and now you're just going to try it again. Yeah, like, cause, like well, uh, each of these, like all of the new, all the more recent Terminator movies, they were all like supposed to be the start of their own trilogies. So, yes, like, yes, yes. So, like, they're just going at it again to see. Like, it's 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 kind of it 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 means it takes the 
the charm out of it if you just feel they're just going to keep hitting the reset button if they don't get it to work on one movie. They're just going to go, let's just attack it again. I'm going to get invested in these characters. I wouldn't if I was you. <laughs> <laughs> don't hold your breath. <laughs> yeah. Like, and again, even though you said that James Cameron's back on board, I'm like, is that a good thing or is that a bad thing? That's a very, I'm not so yeah. sure anymore. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> Like, like the background of all the film is just going to be like you know billboards of Avatar two and Avatar three and Avatar yeah, four. Like, is he really making wise decisions these days? And how much time has he even had to contribute to this if he's been working on five Avatar movies simultaneously? Again, if he's been that's saying not exaggeration, how good, by the way, it's not exaggeration. Yeah, it's five. It's five Avatar films at once. At once. At once. <laughs> you know that he would lock uh, the writers in the rooms together so that they would work on the stories properly, so that they would interconnect. He would like, you all have to stay together and write the five movies. Is that true? Now. Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought you were like winding up to a joke. I thought you were going to say he like gets all the writers together, locks them in a room and fills it with water until they come up with a good script for Avatar or something. Uh, no, until they, tur- the truth. Uh, until they turn blue. And he's like, that's how you make an Avatar. Yeah, there's just these like dead bodies floating there. And he's like, that's what I want them to look like. That's the naive. <laughs> J- Jimmy. So they're all dead. You can't, you can't do this, Jim. You can't do this. I'm James Cameron. I can do whatever I want. Yeah, I made a Titanic. God yeah. damn it. Yeah, try and catch him. I'm just going to go to the bottom of the ocean and hang out for a while. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's what he does to get away from the negative reviews. He just gets out of the submarine. <laughs> oh my god, you're you're deep, deep trouble. He's like, tell me about it. I'm five thousand meters deep. Get me out of here. <laughs> He's got that sinking feeling. Mm. One other thing I do want to say as well about it is, I this uh, this has me worried. <laughs> David Goyer is also involved in the screenplay for this. Um, look, look, I've said this before about David Goyer. It can be either a great thing or a bad thing. You just don't know bad. until you it's show up on the day. It's definitely mostly bad. <laughs> but he was, didn't he do something for Batman Begins? I feel like he did something for Batman Begins. He helped with the story sort of shaping for some of the Dark Knight trilogy stuff. So he was involved, but you had Christopher Nolan and his brother to actually sharpen it all up. So he had like the comic book knowledge. You know, in terms of what to include here and there, what to be what to be good yeah, from a yeah. comic book standpoint, but like the screenplay, so all the all the specifics were ironed out by n- the two Nolans. Do you know so, the way you alter your CV slightly to just you know maybe accentuate your your good points or yeah. whatever? Like if you're going for a specific job and you you highlight certain things that make you sound good for that job, I would just say every one of his CVs just has the Dark Knight written everywhere and like on the side of the margin it just has like Obama Begins circa uh, 19 whatever 2003 and like every every time is like so what, tell, tell me the time that you found a difficult experience and he was like well on the set of the Dark Knight <laughs> Did I mention I, I worked on that? It's like, yes David, oh, <laughs> yes, David. It, it also says here that you, you, you helped write Batman versus, oh no we don't we don't, we don't talk about that <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame him. I do the same thing. I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> Everyone does. That's how you get. That's how you get by in life. What else have we got? Anything else? Any, any, any other in, deep Terminator insights you want to offer? I'm afraid. I'm worried. I, like I, I'm so little invested in this Terminator franchise anymore. Being honest, that I'm like, look, James Cameron's word can't be trusted. They haven't ruined Linda Hamilton's uh, Sarah Connors of yet. Maybe they will here. <laughs> I mean, she looks great in it. I have my fingers crossed. It's an R-rated movie. Maybe there's some potential there. But at the same time, I'm just like, ugh, it, I, have this spurned me too many times? Do I get excited again? Maybe not. Uh, maybe, <laughs> not. maybe not. Maybe that's not a good idea. But look, who knows? Anything can be good, is, is what they say, right? Uh, sure. <laughs> that's what I said. <laughs> I gathered that. <laughs> right. Okay, so I'm going to now move on to another news topic. Uh, it was probably your turn, but I'm just going to jump in here because this is probably something that's not going to be we're not going to take too long on this, ah, yeah, but worry, I man. really want to get your views on this because I have some controversially opinions on this. Oh, surprise, surprise. Surprise, surprise is right. <laughs> so Rick and Morty season four has been announced for November of this year. Oh. Now, I didn't even oh. realize, but it's been since like October 2017 since season three ended, which, I mean, it does not seem that it was that long ago, but I mean, clearly it was. Um, How do you feel about this, Rob? Rick and Morty is Rick and Morty your your jam. I mean, I'm currently wearing a Rick and Morty T-shirt here now. If I'm going to be it's honest, it's very much that. your jam. I, I I do really like that show though. Like I I always have a good fun with it. And I find the um when you haven't watched the episodes in a while, they're very easy to return to, particularly some of the later ones. Like they have aged certainly. Well, they're not like they're not like they're that old, but they've they've aged well. I've always found. I agree. There's like and there's a lot of yeah. The rewatchability factor for them is much better than something like Futurama. I find. Uh, exactly. Yeah, and there's all, I always find there's that element of. There's maybe little one-liners, little jabs or digs that you missed the first time, and then you hear it, and you're like, "Oh my god, I never even 
I never pegged that the first time when I like you see it on a meme and you're like what that wasn't in Rick oh it was but uh, nah it was I I, I, god was it really the end of November when that that, god that's I didn't know that it's crazy it's 2017 that's like it's two years ago that's that's crazy when I read that today I I was like wait a second (laughs) (laughs) was it but yeah there you go oh gee I think I said the mic into overdrive there that, that was the biggest plosive I think I've ever done um, I, just, I think most I of got... my microphone today has actually been in ludicrously high, so I'm, I'm slightly worried. But I mean, what are you going to do, huh? I mean, we're 31 minutes in now, so it's too late to do anything about it. <laughs> That's true. Um, yeah, but what do you think about it? I, I'm quite excited, obviously. I do really, really enjoy Rick and Morty. Yeah. Uh, really love it, actually. It's the best kind of animated show I've, I think, obviously, apart from The Simpsons, it's the, it's the best one. Uh, I was the ones at the moment. It is easily the best because I'm not liking a lot of the cartoon shows. I mean, Netflix has some absolute garbage ones on it. That's, that's it does. And they're just farming them out now at this stage because they know Rick and Morty is popular. Well, but uh, yeah. I, I do, my controversial opinion is that I would really love if Rick and Morty ended after this season. Ooh, oh, what? Yeah. Because, like, I want it to end on a high. I want it to go out while people still love it and while it's still fresh and while it's still funny. I don't want it to become, and I know it's only four series in, but because it takes so long for them to make a series, like I don't want this to be at series eight 12 years from now and oh. people start hating like the Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, I the, game, the, kind the, of just the go- game of Thrones problem. <laughs> have you heard Ooh. what's happening? <laughs> people have nothing to join that. <laughs> a petition with over a million people, right? <laughs> I think it's very funny because if you ask someone like what, what, they, what they would have liked to have seen done, you'll get a thousand different answers. I, I I always had the the I don't know if we're kind of segueing a little bit here. It's more of a tangent, so much of it, not so much of a segue. But I think that show was always doomed in terms of how they were going to have to do that ending because they were never oh, going to please it's... everyone. It was never going to be as sweet an ending as because that show was was a success because it kept subverting expectations with character deaths and things. But then for it to suddenly wrap up nicely, that's at odds with how it established itself. You know, over the last exactly years. the whole the whole ethos of the show is almost negated by an end in any way shape or form exactly again an and ending is a definitive point like yeah but I, I see what you're saying okay and if, I suppose if it's going to take them this long to make going back to Rick and Morty if it's going to take them like two years now a pop to do a season yeah. <laughs> do you remember the reaction to last season for Rick and Morty um what just so, in, ter- in terms of how much people were enjoying it well well a lot of the fandom kind of turned on itself and turned on each other so a lot of the fandom be- became split by the, you know, the kind of egotistical, narcissistic Rick who's so depressive and all that. And instead of kind of maybe vilifying him, people loved him. I was like, this is the best character ever. I want to be like him. And everything he says is true. And they became the kind of the, the, the pick a Rick, pick a Rick people. And a lot of the other fandom kind of fell out of favor with that and didn't mm. like that. And they preferred the more kind of story-based, uh, emotion-driven aspects to it. And then, of course, another part of the fandom hated the fact that there's some of the women in the writing room now for the first time so apparently the jokes weren't as funny and I think it's just become so even though look I'm wearing a Rick and Morty t-shirt again it's become so mass marketed it's like any any piece of, of paraphernalia that can be created that you can think of right now there's probably one of them with, with Rick's face on it oh yeah oh I understood that reference is am I the go first go go first you, can, you, can, you, can, you, can you can you read it out to me for a second there I certainly can read the full one because I obviously I've I've a very I've a very truncated version of the, the, the quote. Well, truncated being the optimum word there. A man who has to buy a big car like that is trying to compensate for smaller genitals. I feel like that's because it's so odd. It's it's a little bit more vulgar or specific than. Is that like like a captain, like a Birdman? Did he he said he already said it in Rick and Morty? Did he? Is it a Rick and Morty quote? It is not a Rick and Morty quote. Fuck it. Oh, excuse my French. You you are going to either like go, oh, how did I not get that? Are you going to be like Ross? How how would I ever get that? Okay, <laughs> it's, like, it's like the marmite of quotes. <laughs> look look. You're not going to get your point this round. Yes. But look, if you, when you hear it come up, I think you'll probably guess it. But just listen out. It'll be coming oh. up soon. Don't worry. Don't oh, worry. So I, I didn't. So I didn't. I, 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 I sprung too early. Is what you're saying. Much like myself before. You, you blew your wad too early. Yes. Yeah. 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 
Okay. I, I was like, I was afraid I'd let it slip by like I normally do at the topic. And I was like, maybe that's a break. Anyway, we won't dwell on yeah, it. Yeah, no, from, from now on, I'm like, I'm always thinking just the first topic that comes up, I'm like, just going to scream it just in case. <laughs> yeah, just Surely in case it's, it's going to be at one time. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I mean, I was just looking for an excuse to scream about small genitals. That's why I just wanted to jump in there with the. That's fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, continue about the. <laughs> But yeah, so just Rick and Morty, I guess. Um, I'm very happy it's coming back. I think they're signed on for another 70 episodes and that fills me with fear. Fills me with a lot of fear. That because like madness, though. I, that is madness, isn't it? This is, yeah, this is madness. This is madness, Sod. That's Russell Crowe, right? If anyone understood that reference. The Man of Steel. <laughs> David Goyer was involved in that. Did you know that? Yeah, that was... A... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was okay. I love the music. Mm. Oh, well, you and I secretly think it's a great movie. <laughs> And what else have I got here? I don't really think I have a whole pile. I'm, I, I mean, I'm very intrigued to to, to kind of dive into. Um, you, you've got an exciting segment lined up this week that I'm kind of eager to get into. Um, but right I will. Then, s- shall we? Shall we just jump on into it then, or you yeah, got you got something? I don't have anything exciting that's going to be better than this. So let's 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 uh, talking of excitement. Let's segue into this exciting segment. Oh, oh so I can't wait for this. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I recently saw Detective Pikachu. And Rob has not seen Detective Pikachu. So I thought it would be a good idea, instead of just giving a straightforward review of the movie, that we would do a little, little, something a little, little different here. And yet another little game. Uh, I'm going to call it... This is very tentative. We'll come up with an actual title for this if we keep it going. But at the moment, I'm going to call it Make This Out of These. <laughs> and how this game is played is that I'm going to give Rob... At the start, four, and then depending on what goes, maybe five. Five films, and I want him to construct the story that he thinks occurs in Detective Pikachu using the storylines of these four movies. Wait, is it four or five or three? So at the moment, it's four. I have the four. At the moment, you said, yeah, <laughs> you but said a, three, see, three. <laughs> oh, well, look, Rob, this is going to probably change to 16 by the end of this segment, all right? Okay. But I'll give you four to start off with, and then if you're if you're if see if I'll see how well how close you're getting, okay. and if you're a little bit ways off, I will throw in this fifth one, and I think it'll 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 definitely change things for you. Okay, okay, okay. Right. So, do you want to start with like an actual synopsis of the, of the Pikachu, the Pikachu kind of generic story, or do you want oh, to just oh, jump sorry? Oh, you, you want me to just think of what I think it is first, with no with no prompting. Right, I'll give you two lines, because this, this gives absolutely nothing. This is just what's on Internet Movie Database. Okay. So, <laughs> in, a, in a world where people collect Pokemon to do battle, <laughs> a boy comes across an intelligent, talking Pikachu who seeks to be a detective. Oh. So that's the Internet Movie oh, okay, Database. So that, you're telling me that's what Detective Pikachu is about. <laughs> okay. No. No, no so shit. So now, now we got to get some, uh, got to get one or two specifics out of you here, Rob, Okay. Okay. So now I've 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 also I've organized these films. They also line up with the kind of way the story plays out. So that's a hint in a way. Okay. Do you want me to just take a stab? Like, do you want me to take it like a like a complete a few blind shots in the dark here first before you give me the movies? Yes, go for it. Hmm. Okay. So there's this. Guy. <laughs> so there's this. There's this. There's this Pikachu who's lost his memory or something. And then he's 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 he for some reason can speak English, and he he Ryan Reynolds has taken over his body, and he's speaking in Ryan Reynolds, very Ryan Reynoldsy. He's speaking in Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can put it that into Google Translate. Actually, you can literally go English to Ryan Reynolds, and it'll be right. <laughs> okay, it's and he quippy. comes across he becomes quippy, <clears throat> and he comes across this young fella who's missing his dad, and this Pikachu's like. I'm a I'm a I'm a detective. I'm I'm a, a Pikachu, and I'm gonna I'm gonna buddy help you find your dad because I know I know all the tricks of the trade. But I'm gonna need you to translate for me because I can't speak English, but you can't speak Pokemon. So they go on a fun adventure around the world, bump into um, loads of Pokemon. They get loads of fla- loads of fan service to Poke fans because there's loads of Pokemon that they run into. And then Pikachu can't really do a whole pile because he's 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 not really a normal pikachu but he's highly intelligent so i guess ultimately maybe they find his dad and then it turns out that ryan reynolds is his dad the end <laughs> so that's t- 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> so that's your synopsis. I, th- I think I got it. I, I think I've, I think I've nailed it there. I think I've really nailed it. <laughs> Rob, I am not joking here. Okay. <laughs> You've literally just got the entirety of the film. You're kidding. Like, that's pretty much it beat for beat, like. <laughs> You're joking. You are absolutely I'm not joking. joking. You have to be joking. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm honestly God, not joking. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm, I'm losing it here. Are you telling me Ryan Reynolds is his dad? Right, Ryan, Ryan, <laughs> spoilers, everyone. Yes, Ryan Reynolds is Pikachu, is, is his dad at the end of the movie. You are kidding me that that's actually what it is. Is that really what it is? <laughs> this is really what happened in the film. I mean, right, just so it all makes sense now, I'm going to, Jesus god damn you rob god damn you i'm gonna try how did you i i cannot believe i, I guessed mean, that <laughs> my god I as i said we are the soothsayers <laughs> of the comic book and movie world guys. I, need, I need to preface this by saying i have only watched like a couple of trailers since i genuinely haven't heard much about this movie like i haven't had any interest in it really I, I, so i didn't i that was ju- i did that as a joke rob I, I thought you were taking a piss and you would like looked up the story and i was no. like oh yeah Funny man. Oh, real funny man. No, I <laughs> So, okay, well, now I'm obviously dying to know what. I'm so sorry. You've all these movies no, researched. Do you know what? From now on, we're not even going to use films to describe it. We're just going to get you to say what you think the story of the film is. <laughs> Ross is here looking at the timer thinking, we've just lost what I thought was a good 20 minutes worth of podcast time. Cause no, no. Not- what I will say is that I was like thinking in my head. Will I? Do I just keep this going? Do I just give him the films and like see how outlandish he gets it? But, I'm like, but he's already got the film, so <laughs> it was right, never so going to be that complex, though. Let's be honest. True, but you know what? You also ruined your own because I, the one of the movies here is where that line is from. From the, the I understood the reference. Oh, so you double screwed yourself. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> That was incredible. Right, so the films were Mrs. Doubtfire, okay. Bumblebee, Jurassic Park, and Ready Player One. Oh my god. So my reasonings. One of the bits that you did, kind of you left out, obviously you did leave out, but it's very unspecific. It's the kind of bad guy. So that's why I had Jurassic Park and Ready Player One, because there's like an evil corporation that delves into like genetic engineering. So that's kind of, there's a Mewtwo in it that they want to capture for genetic purposes. He's the one who transports Ryan Reynolds' body into Pikachu. Oh, I hadn't, yeah, I hadn't really thought about it. I gone down the road of a villain. I was just kind of riffing because I literally didn't know. That's okay. I mean, look. So the Mrs. Doubtfire part is, hold on, that he's in disguise. It's his dad in disguise. Showing around the place. That's the only Mrs. Doubtfire connection there is whatsoever. <laughs> by the way. It's not. There's no scene in drag that I remember. Um, so okay. Bumblebee, you even said the memory bit, man. That is amazing. You even said the memory bit. Oh, so it's a. I see what it is. Okay, so I can be more specific here then, since I know that I got it right. But essentially, this Pikachu shows up. It's his dad in disguise, but um, he doesn't remember how he ended up being this Pikachu. Yes. So it turns out. So I didn't. I didn't know that it was going to be his dad in the body. I just thought it was a case of the the goof is is that Ryan Reynolds happens to be the the, the dad or whatever. But I guess what you're saying is, oh, okay, I've, I've pieced it together. <laughs> he, he wakes up. He's he's in disguise. What he's like? Admit, admit it. Even you are impressed with yourself right now. <laughs> a little taken aback. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Jesus Christ. Jesus, Rob. So what? Okay, and then Jurassic Park is that there's there's genetic sort of mutations going on genetic by, engineering by, by exactly ready player one is the kind of evil corporation is jeff golden much... minute unfortunately not no oh. but also because it looks very much like the city in ready player one and all the kind of references and nods that are in every fecking scene of the goddamn film um are you talking about pikachu or both at uh, this time i am talking about pikachu okay uh now that we've done that and that you guessed it pretty much instantly, uh, I guess I'm just going to say what I thought of Detective Pikachu for a while. Um, <laughs> God, I am, I am astonished by that. Well, in fairness, I was, I was silly. I was extremely vague. All I really said was that there's a Pikachu who doesn't know who he is. They go on a bit of an adventure, which is obvious, and then they'll just run into loads of different Pokemon. And then, because they have to. I mean, to. then you did say, he said he lost his memory, and then it turns oh, out yeah. that Ryan Reynolds is his dad. Come on, don't try and downplay your achievement here, Rob. It's, well, it's I, okay. I'm not going to downplay you it. You didn't get the reference this 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 week, but no. good God, did you get that? But I won the, 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 dem, the Dems and Bees making these them. Yeah. Whatever, whatever, whatever you've called it. 
when you said that name actually by the way it reminded me of the that that um i made these yeah, with, with the, the, the gallstones the, the, <laughs> the gallstones comic um also i only thought of ryan Reynolds as i was describing it i was like oh i'm just gonna throw this in at the end and, <laughs> and then go for- anyway um th- th- tell me what you thought of it yeah, I'm going to be really... I mean, like, look, I know, again, I'm... Pro- well, I am the demographic, I would say, because I grew up with Pokemon. I loved everything about Pokemon. I had, like, Pikachu toys, had all the Game Boy games. Oh, I, right. VHS recorded every episode of the anime. Oh, Christ. And I mean, oh, geez, I was insane. I was obsessed with it. Like, I was insane. <laughs> that never left. No, but anyway, I was obsessed with it. <laughs> but I just... I really did not enjoy this. Like, it's 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 a weird it's a weird thing because it's set in the Pokemon universe it has all the Pokemon in it but again it's that thing of we're going to completely segregate ourselves from what Pokemon usually is as in with trainer battles and trainers and walking around and we're going to be oh they're set in a city that doesn't do that so it's like it's like Pokemon light because it's like we're Pokemon universe but we're not doing the things you would want to see from a Pokemon movie if you get me hmm Wow, they really cannot nail the video game adaptions. They really are not but able to do it. People are liking this, though. People are really liking this. Yeah, I, the only good thing I heard about it was that Ryan Reynolds is pretty charming in it. Like, you, you know, they rely on him to kind of carry any bit of entertainment in the movie. You I know, mean, he's I okay. He's Again, he's not, like, he, he just always feels like a watered-down version of Ryan Reynolds trying to be Deadpool for young children. And it's yeah, just it's a bit, very it's a bit disconcerting. Is it kind of just riffy? riffy? Yeah. Because you, you, yeah. you expect him to curse all the time. That's true. Deadpool, <laughs> that's that's you know? very true, actually. Yeah, yeah. That voice does it. You need it. You need like the vulgarity that comes with it, really, for it to make yeah, sense. Yeah, you do. Uh, but also, it's it's strange because like I didn't realize that this followed the video game Detective Pikachu so closely, but I think it does very, very much uh, is that, mirror is that the story, story of the game. Is it? I, I believe so because I looked it up on YouTube afterwards because I was kind of intrigued to see how different it was. And it had the whole memory thing, this this young chap going to a new city to look for his dad, all that's in it. And I think Mewtwo and all that, Mewtwo does loads in it too. Oh, also the CG in parts was pretty goddamn dodgy. The 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 Pokemon? Yeah. Oh, they're always, like, like, they're, always going to look a bit weird though in the in a live action situation, I feel. That's a hard yeah. one to, to, to pinpoint. Because there's no natural relatability to what they look like. Yeah, you know? they look mad. Here's here's a thing that I'm um, again. This is my old old Pokemon leanings. But what I think would have been uh, maybe clever for uh, the first film in a franchise like this would be just start with the original 150 Pokemon because I think they're more recognizable and cause, again they've been had much more people have much more exposure to them. They've been around for a lot longer, and I, I think it would be a nice gradual ease into it to have just a few of the original Pokemon in it. Whereas what they've done is every. <laughs> single frame like ready player one with the references every single frame of the film is just littered with hundreds of different pokemon yeah. it's, it's slightly over it's like ah oh god this is this is too much like just t- tone it down a bit for me please and i know i'm old but that's how i, <laughs> I know i know i don't understand fun anymore but, but take, yeah, yeah, take yeah. a step back spontaneity i don't get any of that What's crap that <laughs> I want my originals. I, w- I would have ex- expected them to stick to that original 150, though. Do you know? Yeah, and because, and again, then maybe because I didn't know the new Pokemon. Look, I'm sure somebody somewhere is like, oh my God, that's my favorite, whatever the hell it was called. Uh, but, like, there's just moments where it does expect you to have a slight appreciation for what these Pokemon are. And I'm like, I have, I couldn't tell you if that's what they are or not. Well, how so. many are there now? Oh, I've just countless. I mean, how many games is there every time it increases by 100 or something, isn't oh, it? Oh, I mean, I vaguely recognized a few of the original, you know, the gold and silver, when they, they increased it from 151 to 250. I really don't know much past the, 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 the that, that Core 150. I even had a bloody yeah. poster of the Core 150. Oh, no, maybe it was a sticker book. Remember they did the stickers? The oh, stickers, then oh, the sort of trading cards, and then the battle cards. There was a whole... They got banned in our school, actually, ultimately. Cause they were <laughs> massive when they came people out. People were fighting over the cards. <laughs> And then Yu-Gi-Oh came out, and that was the next big thing. Mm. Oh god, never That's... quite as big as Pokemon, but I think it had more of a a kind of a not a niche following. Yeah, yeah, spot on. I actually, used to play it with my next door neighbor outside the back. It was crazy. Oh, the cards. Yeah, the actual, oh. because I yeah I did. I did as well. Um, I had the cards. You did as well. Everyone, everyone I, I played with your neighbor. Yeah. Oh Jesus! 
<laughs> you were my neighbor. Like, you just need to go in and take off this, like, skin mask every night. Like, <laughs> soon enough, he'll understand why I'm doing this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> why do you think I know so much about him? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's really weird. It's like Hollow Man or something. Yeah, yeah. Or th- that movie with Will Smith is coming out, the Genesis Man or whatever it is. Is it Genesis? Oh, is this with young Will Smith and old Will Smith? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks interesting. Ang Lee's Too much it. Smith. Too much. A lot of Will Smith at the moment. Um, Have you kept up to date on the old uh, Aladdin debacle, I suppose we'll call it? The 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 the, the, the Aladdin debacle? Is there one? Yeah. I oh, mean... Are people, people just aren't happy with it. Is that the general... Yeah, the film's been released. People people are not... I won't say hating it, but they're definitely not loving it. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> Did you see? Did you see the? Uh, there's a bit of the song, you know, that Prince Ali, mighty is he, Ali Ababwa. Did you see the that song in the new film? I, I haven't. I haven't seen anything about Aladdin right now. Have I, you seen the original Aladdin? Oh yeah, yeah. But I know that. I know the okay. Prince Ali song you're talking about. Yeah, I love that song in the original, and it's so like lively and jovial. And they released like a thirty second clip of that song from the new film, and it is just so flat and dull and boring. Like, it just seems to miss the mark on every conceivable level that it possibly could. That, so. That's probably because they picked the guy who directed Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels to do Disney's Aladdin. <laughs> I don't understand <laughs> how that decision came to be. How? What What was that writer meeting? Like, the, the, the meeting room? Like, so we need a charismatic, you know, child director who... Uh, what, 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 are you, what are you watching over there? <laughs> yeah, what's that? Oh, I'm watching Oh, it's this Snatch. gritty London gangster movie. Yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> let's use that guy. Like Vinnie Jones kicks the door and then walks in with him like He's like, I'm the fucking genie. I'm the genie, folks. Let's fucking do you, you better make some wishes. Like, you know, that kind of <laughs> That was actually really good. Did you say I'm the, I'm the genie folks? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, you're already like, in London like three or four days, man, and you're already getting the accent down, huh? Oh yeah, I I I'm working on them. I'm trying to I'm trying to blend in so nobody notices. <laughs> Everywhere look you're Everywhere you go, you're like ringing up pizza, talking like that, and everything. And like that's all I say. Just I just I announce my arrival every time. I just kick the door. I'm on fucking work. That's you. Know, and then I'm on the fucking tube. And then just from one to the next. And that's all I will have to say, just to make sure that people know I'm definitely from around here. Yeah. What I think we should do is that once we reach the end of this season thing we're doing, if you lose the great reference game, you have to do an entire episode with that voice. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. Maybe, maybe we can, maybe, you know, <laughs> that's going to be... And I'll try to do a full episode without drinking, because Lord knows I can't do that. <laughs> right, Rob. Well, on that note... <laughs> on that note is right. Um, can I tell you what the reference was? Okay, let me see if I can work backwards here a little bit, because you gave me the four movies, and it's from one of those. So let me think. Uh, you Think said, about one of the films I said, and think about the quote. Um, you said, uh, this is Doubtfire... Oh my god, it's when Robin Williams says it to Pierce Brosnan with about his Mercedes. It is 100% Mrs. Doubtfire, and it's when Robin Williams says it. <laughs> Shit. I should have... Oh no! I originally I originally had the quote where uh, Robin Williams said, she, he, she's, his wife is asking him, how, how did your husband die? And he said, oh, it was, uh, he, was, he was an alcoholic. And she's like, oh, that's, that's awful, was it the... How did he die? And how, how did it actually happen? He's like, oh well, it it was the drink that killed him. He was hit by a Guinness truck, <laughs> which is just great. It's just a great line. I love the bit where she comes in with the Mercedes badge and just hands it to him. And she's like, I found this on your car. <laughs> He's fucking fume. And then at that point, do you remember that face? <laughs> I do. See, I I thought if I went for too obvious a quote from it, you'd get it. But I do, I didn't know your familiarity she... with Mrs. Doubtfire. No, I am but thankfully. You both ruined yourself by using the, yeah. the reference early and then by guessing the entirety of my entire bit that I spent <laughs> like two weeks preparing. I just said how excited I was at the start. Yeah, I know, you were so looking forward to it. I was intrigued by the idea to piece it together. Listen, we can template that section though and use it again. Let's, how about that? Yeah, that sounds good. I'm like in a huff here at the moment. Like, I know, I'm... Cap- skinny I'm- legs loves me. <laughs> I don't know, go and ask your neighbour to do it. He'll, he'll help you out. He'll, he'll play with you. <laughs> Since I obviously oh, ruined yeah, your little yeah. game. I got it. Um, right, uh, I guess we're pretty much done for the show then. One thing I will say, uh, we put up a Sonic thing on Twitter, a Sonic cross-stitch that we were talking last week. Uh, there's actually a Pikachu one, uh, Tina, a friend of the show, who just did one, did the Sonic one, also did a Pikachu one, so I'll put it up. It's very teamed with uh, Detective Pikachu. So very good. Is he wearing a little hat? Online. Is he wearing a little hat? 
it's not wearing a little hat, but it's oh. video game. It's video game uh, correct. So. Okay, well, that's fair enough. Um, also, we've got a not not a new logo, but we've got a nice little picture I'm going to throw up with uh, when this episode goes live. And I'd just like to thank uh, fellow content creator Trivial Theatre for doing that for us. It's mm-hmm. Captain America with a microphone. It's pretty damn cool. I, I, I got a great laugh out of that. I think I saw that one when I was in work and I had to step out of the room because I was thrown... Like the hammer very much off by... You <laughs> were like, oh, hey, governor, this is pretty fucking no, funny. Fu- I need to step out of this fucking room. And then... <laughs> that's a great... That's brilliant. <laughs> I'm enjoying it way too much. <laughs> well, fair play, that was good fun. Actually, there was, this, there was a collage of those pictures, wasn't there? There was. A few there was. There was yeah, but yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to, like, you know parse them out like ration them out every few weeks oh, it like, wouldn't, be like it. wouldn't be like yeah making something making, making a good thing stretch that, that, not, 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 not like it all like straight away i'm just gonna throw up all 17 of them and be like there you go that's them <laughs> that was great i make it these <laughs> oh yeah i made these there you go right the last thing we got to do then is of course mm. ross fact rock back mark our world fam- famous segment. <laughs> he specifically hates this segment, actually. And the entire we podcast. got Mark Hamill, that was friend of the show, but now we have Edgar Wright, who's specifically an enemy of the show. <laughs> he's the enemy. <laughs> oh, he's right. the enemy of the show. That's so Rob, weird. what is your fact for this okay, week? Okay, um, my uh, fact this week. Um, sorry, I had it written down. Oh, there it is. Okay. Don't do what I do and give the way the answer. <laughs> That's definitely a problem, I think. Um, okay, so just on the Aladdin theme, um, Robin Williams was so famously disappointed with how um, Disney dealt with um, his personal brand during Aladdin when he, after the recording that he was replaced by Jim Carrey for Aladdin Two. Right, is an enemy of the show. You're right or you're wrong with this one. Anyway, that's um. Look, I want to call, we, maybe we'll call the segment this for this week. Right or wrong? It's Ross 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 Mark Hamill fact from now on. <laughs> okay, so What's my your own buddy? fact is Peter Cushing in Rogue One is entirely digitally recreated, and they did this by using an old prosthetic face, which was used by the actor in the nineteen eighties spoof film Top Secret. That almost that almost killed me trying to say that. I was like, that sentence was so hard. <laughs> <laughs> but I got there. I, I got had some fun regardless. And we got there to we the did. end of another episode. God, that was amazing, buddy. I just looked at the timer here and you said, and we got there to the end and it just hit the hour mark right on the money. Nice God, job. That is well done, you. Almost like we prepared to ruin our entire segment about making things with other things. <laughs> just, just for that moment. Be nice and round. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for, for folks listening at home Ross is definitely going to text me immediately after this and go I can't believe you fucking ruined the segment that I came up with <laughs> oh, I'm going to burn it to the ground I'm just going to somehow lose the recording I guess we have to do it again Rob oh dear oh, well I'm, I'm going to be even more accurate the next time no, that, I guess <laughs> that would make sense <laughs> right everyone thank you for, for sticking with us thanks um, again you got loads of episodes up well 10 episodes after this so if you want to listen to them you can find us on all the podcast places Podtail iTunes I can't believe you said it with Podtail <laughs> you said it was mine earlier <laughs> it's in the memory you know it does it really does but yeah you can find us in all the places uh, obviously we have our own website as well we have an email address if you want to contact us it's thelads at capunderstands.com Mm-hmm. We got the Twitter. Oh yes, you Are love you that Twitter. Anything, Rob? You love the Twitter. <laughs> no, I, I love the Twitter. You are loving Twitter. Edgar Wright is liking it less these days, but Ross is really enjoying Twitter. I think. Look, we have him as a guaranteed listener now because he wants to point out every time that I get something wrong yeah, that's, instantly. That's... He's like tapping my shoulder right now, actually. <laughs> arms folded, just looking over you, watching. As, as as this is right, look, I mean, the, prop, the the real thing about it, the funniest thing, is like, I was just thinking, holy shit, Edgar Wright tweeted me. I was delighted about that. Didn't even mind that he was admonishing me like I was some kind of small, incoherent child. <laughs> <laughs> I loved, I could hear the way, the way he, 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 what is, he just, like he said, um, I literally had nothing to do with it. Like, it was such a very, like, I've not remotely any involvement <laughs> in this, just so we're clear. But then there's just the subtle, but thanks. His it exact was, words were, I had literally nothing to do with it, but sure. 
<laughs> and that began the avalanche. Oh, the avalanche! Yeah, that, it's good though. It was a good one. That was that was a ah, good moment. I was I was like delighted with it. To be honest, you got to take your licks in this getting things wrong in the movie business. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, do you like getting your licks? Anyway, oh um, Jesus! <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. Oh, thanks very much. It's I've been Ross. I've been Rob, and this has been I Understood That Reference. Thanks a ton. Bye, everyone. See you next time. Sounded so good. <laughs> <laughs>